Welcome to our once a week podcast entitled What's in a Hymn. It reflects on some of the hymns that God's people have sung for generations. Today we reflect on the hymn All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. This hymn has been called the National Anthem of Christendom, for it is a hymn that has been translated into almost every language where Christianity is known. It has also been called the most inspiring and triumphant hymn in the English language. The hymn was written by Edward Perronet, a descendant of a distinguished French Huguenot family. It was published in 1780. Seven years later, Pastor John Rippon produced an amended version to which today's hymn owes a great deal. Of the original eight verses of the hymn, only four are commonly used today, and I will concentrate on these. Perronet described this as a resurrection hymn, but many view it more properly as a hymn for the ascension, for it is all about Jesus's kingship. This hymn is rich with scripture, and it is immediately there in the opening line of the hymn. All hail the power of Jesus' name. This surely echoes Acts chapter 4 verse 12. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Here we're told there is power in the name of Jesus to save. In Acts chapter 4 verse 12, the Greek word which we've got translated name in English denotes the person themselves. And we would say, there is no one who can save but Jesus. But the whole of verse 1 echoes scripture. All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem. And crown him Lord of all. This surely echoes Revelation chapter 4 and 5. Where there is worship in heaven of Jesus by Christians and the angels. A diadem is basically a crown. And here there is surely a reference to Revelation chapter 4, verse 10, where the 24 elders are falling down before the throne and casting their crowns, their diadems. Verse 2. Ye chosen seed of Israel's race, ye ransomed from the fall, hail him who saves you by his grace and crown him Lord of all. Here is a call to God's chosen people who have been redeemed by grace to worship Jesus. Why would we not if we've been saved from the consequences of Adam's fall by God's free and undeserved favour? And again we see an echo from Revelation chapter 5, primarily verse 9, where it is said of Jesus, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Verse 3. Let every kindred, every tribe on this terrestrial ball to him all majesty ascribe and crown him Lord of all. This surely echoes Philippians chapter 2 verses 9 through to 11 where Jesus is exalted by the Father above all, 
and at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Verse four. Oh, that with yonder sacred throng we at his feet may fall, will join the everlasting song and crown him Lord of all. Here we are surely looking forward to the day when we are in glory, worshipping Jesus our Saviour, the Lamb of God, who has redeemed us. And we will gaze into his face and we will surely say to him, all hail the power of Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>